0: Welcome to our Super Podcast with me, Steph Perennens.
1: And <laughs> me, Sarah Grayley.
0: Are you I don't think you're fully paying attention to the fact we were starting the recording, were you?
1: No, no. Have you seen what I did to the Google Doc?
0: No, what have you done to it? Oh, okay. <laughs> so I made a mistake of um I, I write out like a kind of a, a brief summary of what we're gonna do on an episode before we start recording, and I foolishly made the mistake of sharing the google doc with sarah this time around and she's just written profanities all over it
1: i should i've a real word right at the top
0: well thanks sarah amazing <laughs>
1: should, should we it's us <laughs> we're back we're back
0: for um f- after a, a, m- a month of no episodes so i um, sorry about that um things got super busy here at, um super adventure headquarters
1: is this what we're calling our house it is the now <laughs> i like it i'm into it
0: yeah um yeah, we were we were busy finishing off the new Our Super Adventure book.
1: It's it's finished. We it's finished. It. We lived to tell the tale.
0: Yeah, that's um all those all those beautiful comics are now at the the printers, and hopefully all those awesome books are being made, and we should get them within the next couple of weeks.
1: Um, shouldn't it be like the next week or two? Yeah, I
0: don't want it to be next week. I because that would be too busy, too much. No,
1: I want. I'm I'm so excited to see them. Like it was. It was really nice, like, try. Okay, getting, getting the book done was very stressful. It was, it was totally possible, but we had to work... We had to do a lot of work. And then as soon as, like, the files went to the printers, it, like, switched from being stressed out about the book to being incredibly excited about the book. Yeah. Because, like, I want to see it! Yeah. I want to hold it! I um, want to check that there are no mistakes in it!
0: I th- yeah, but that, that's probably, like, the worst time to wait for that. Oh like wasn't there a thing with the um wasn't there a thing with the first RC Super Adventure book where the Kickstarter run had like
1: That was there's... like an E or something. There was like a weird mark on the book on, yeah, on, the, on the comics? It
0: was like a letter that didn't look quite what the letter should look like. But then we got it we fixed it for the second run.
1: Ha ha ha. Did yeah. you get one of those really old and special edition books, if I'm mistaken?
0: I like that the um the first RC Super Adventure the first version of the RC Super Adventure book had like that kind of like the way that you had like a little like guide to how you did comics in it oh
1: it's so outdated (laughs) yeah it got it got like
0: outdated like within like a year like less than a year of like getting those books made yeah it was nice to see it's nice to like look back at it and go wow that was a really time-consuming way of doing a lot of different things
1: yeah i mean looking back at the first book there's some comics that are only two two panels long and i'm like excuse me (laughs) yeah the new book they're all four panels baby
0: yeah we didn't we, we could have cut some corners and everything we no just, just only didn't. the best for you guys okay so it's like the one <laughs> thing i like about this kickstarter is like we i don't think we've cut any corners anywhere it was all very
1: I, I don't think we ever thought of it cutting corners at the time
0: oh no. yeah it was just that you'd done some comics that were two panels long but yeah
1: and then i was like four panels is much nicer so. Yeah, it's person, nice. I, stuck. I
0: like it. I'm really yeah. excited for um I think we got quite a lot of we got a lot of comics finished in those like two weeks running up to in between the Kickstarter ending and us sending off the the, the book files to get printed. We got like a whole bunch of comics finished, and I think they all look really really good. Aww. So like, I'm excited to see these books. They're going to be really good, I hope. And I'm I'm really really beyond excited for us to fill our living room full of boxes
1: yeah we got a lot of books coming
0: maybe we'll fill, we'll fill our
1: kitchen <laughs> i we don't take, know if we, I ta- gonna... if we take the kitchen table out mm, i think this is like a pretty important decision because like whatever room they go in we're not going to be able to use that room so do we want to use our living room or do we, we want to use our kitchen where we was, ha- make meals? Was,
0: was there a situation in, in the old house when you had the Kickstarter delivery or maybe it was one of like the deliveries afterwards where like, all the books weren't quite in, we had like most of the books in the living room and we managed to stack them all up in front of the TV or something?
1: Probably. That, like,
0: that, I've got some weird recollection of that and I think there's nothing more painful to that moment where you're like, oh, you know what, I'd really like to just sit down and watch Oh. oh no i can't oh no i've got to move <laughs> i've got to move like 40 boxes of books out of the way what have i done
1: it was like wild how i don't even know how we fit that like Kickstarter run in our old house because like my studio as well it's like um you could fit it was basically like a table like the desk and then you could there was room to stand behind the desk and then yeah. that was about it and we i filled that room with bo like books as well
0: what, what What's wild to me is when we moved into that house, I think that that room was being pitched to us. as, like, oh, yeah, you could use this as your dining room.
1: <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> I
0: don't know if you could fit, like, a table and four chairs in that room.
1: I think a small table and small chairs.
0: But then it's, is it, like, a dining room or is it just, like,
1: oh, I've the, kid,
0: the kids' table?
1: i got needs, man. Needs for a <laughs> studio. But, yeah. Uh, we have space now. Yeah, there's a, there's a sofa in here, which is really nice.
0: Yeah, that was, like, a really good Judas. decision. <laughs> Huh? that was a really good decision yeah. to get a sofa in here. But
1: um yeah, yeah. We we've, we've got room to fit them. I it's, think it's gonna be how though. I think I it's it's good
0: it. that like most of them will be going straight back out the door because of like shipping all the Kickstarter stuff.
1: Yeah, and the fun thing is this time you're gonna be working full time and just fulfilling it. So you won't be going to a job. Yeah. Well, you'll be you'll be going to a that, job. That will Your will job is job. this job, yeah. So you won't I'm, be leaving I'm the house, to is what it. I'm saying.
0: I think I've got like I've got plans and I think I know how many we can get out. Like each day, Ooh, and stuff like that. So. We've got
1: like loads of stuff from the Kickstarter as well already. Um, yeah, it's just the books we're um, waiting on. We've got everything out. We
0: literally have everything. Yeah, like we had, um, we had all the postcards arrive and all the holographic stickers and the sticker sheets. And I don't know how lo- how many days it took, but I managed to get like all of that stuff sorted into like these nice little envelopes that we made. Oh, so good. We got like a little sort of we got like this big circular stamp special for
1: them. No spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> i don't think that's a spoiler that's just you know uh, the surprise well i'm not saying um, what's on the stamp i feel i feel bad for talking about the Kickstarter for too long though in case someone's listening to this and i like missed it so
0: no yeah, i get I, I penciled out a special po- a part of this podcast where i can talk about all the stuff i did so i did like a okay. thousand two hundred of those yeah and it's like forever <laughs> like imagine sorting five different piles of postcards into like piles of like each one of those postcards but like a thousand two hundred times it's, r- it's ridiculous it
1: was very impressive i couldn't help stuff because i had other work to do but i was in the room with him at the time occasionally watching him cry as he did i didn't cry time. while i was
0: doing we started watching a lot of um the the show fringe that fringe. was done by some of the people who did the show lost which is like very very good show i don't i don't hate the ending don't at me um (laughs) um, fringe Fringe, i never got past the first series and it's been i think i feel like it's been a really good a really good show to watch while we've been doing stuff because it's constantly like wild and weird stuff is happening mostly gross weird stuff like we so gross we once tried to watch fringe as like our kind of eat what... Like, I th- think that we would watch while we were having our tea sometimes, and every single episode in the first series needs to have something very gross happen, and something very sort of body horror happens, so it's not really an eating-like show, it's not something you can yeah. eat while you watch, so we kind of fell off it.
1: I can't remember what episode it was, but something, like, so disgusting happened that I uh, felt so queasy. <laughs> like
0: Every other episode.
1: <laughs> but, I mean, when... Because I haven't watched Fringe before, and you were like, hey, Sarah, you like true crime. Do you want to watch Fringe? And I was like, Is that oh, how you finished it? Yeah. So <laughs> during the first episode, the first five minutes, I was like, how did I not hear about this? <laughs> like, oh, my God. And then I was like, wait a second. I'm this so isn't wily. true.
0: <laughs> I'm so devious.
1: <laughs> but it's so good. And, like, it's a really good show to watch while you're working on stuff because, like, oh, it kicked, like, the first five minutes is when it all happens. And then you can kind of, like, half-watch it.
0: It does the thing that, um... I don't know if this show started it, but it's it's what I've always seen as, like, um... There was like this UK medical show casualty that used to be on every Saturday night, mm-hmm. and I used to hate the first five minutes because it would basically be like some regular people in a regular situation. and Oh, this guy's gone up a ladder, and oh, he's fallen off and he's like broken his whole head. But like oh. every the first five minutes would always be the setup to someone getting hurt, yeah, and it was awful. and I feel like Fringe follows that same kind of thing where the first five minutes it's kind of like setting up a story, and <laughs> oh, here's some regular people, and here's this, and oh, now the guy's got like an alien popping out of his stomach no. or something.
1: He's Got no bones. Oh no! Well, <laughs> He's got all no of his the is, <laughs> bones! These are like
0: tame storylines I feel like we're referencing as well. This the show is like ridiculously out there, but um it's kinda like a I'd like I'd liken it to like, it's very much like a crime procedural show. It's like CSI, like spooky ooky Spooky <laughs> ookie. <laughs> <laughs> it's like CSI with like weird like parallel. Dimension science nonsense. It's awesome.
1: I love it. It's maybe September by the time you're reading reading this, reading this podcast. Yes, which is the spooky, the warm up spooky month. It's warm up spooky month. fringe spooky training month. Yeah, fringe is pretty spooky. Um, I I say it's more. It's
0: definitely more sci fi. Like, I, I don't think there's anything legitimately spooky in it because it all kind of like. It's all, like, explained with, like, yeah. fringe science, which is their way of sort of saying, like, <laughs> s- s- silly made-up science that doesn't exist. But, hey, wouldn't it be cool? I and love- it is really cool. Oh, like, sorry. we're um, we're in, like, season three now? Four? No, we just like season four. Uh-huh. Oh. Um, this show's gone places. So if you enjoyed, like, the weirdness of Lost and how it kind of, like, progressed series to series, getting a little bit more out there, a little bit more ridiculous, like, you'll probably enjoy the directions that Fringe goes on as well. Yes. Yes.
1: and what i was trying to say earlier oh, yeah. very very important it's that i love walter bishop
0: walter bishop yeah at
1: the We're beginning i'm like no thanks and then i'm like he's great a oh, wonderful man there, <laughs> don't let well, anything
0: happen I feel to like him the, the first so um walter walter bishop is this kind of scientist guy who uh, we had, we had this kind of running bet thing in the first series where oh no 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 no. not that one because like okay, so there's two there's two big there's two main facets to walter bishop number one <laughs> He seems to be kind of, like, involved with all these weird science things. So we had a running bet on when they bring up something in an episode. Say, like, the guy... Oh, no, he's lost all of his bones.
1: My bones. There's
0: there's often, like, a 50% chance that when they get to the laboratory and they talk to Walter Bishop, he'll go, Oh, yes, I did a, a, an experiment like this back before with my best friend, William Bell. And, like, so the first series is a lot of that. Like, it's there's a, it's like a heads or tails flip of a coin to whether or not he knows exactly what the weird science is. Um, the other thing we would have a bet on is how long it would... It, like, whether this episode would have him saying something, like, very, like, innuendo or, like, very sort of saucy. But, like, he says all these things in, like, a very sort of, like, deluded old man kind of way. So none of it's meant with any malice. But yeah. But he's kind of very, like thirsty? Not thirsty, mm. that's not the right terminology. I don't, I don't want to go any further than that, really. He just says some. He says things that are very weird and questionable but he's kind of also this lovable old mad scientist guy, so it's a bit kind of you're like, no.
1: That was a fun game. No. And then it was just no, I don't want to spoil it. Fringe is great if you haven't watched it.
0: Yeah, it's good. That character definitely develops more than just weird mad scientists.
1: Get prepared to love Walter Bishop.
0: Yes. it's is- a very. It's a really interesting show. Like, it's I don't know, I can't believe it took us this long to get around to watching it. I can't believe it took me personally so long to watch it, because I I was aware of this show when it first came out, and I just, I never watched any further than the first series, and now I feel ridiculous for that.
1: Oh, I think it's aged pretty well as well. Yeah, it's from,
0: like, the early 2000s, so... It holds up. There's some CGI bits that look a bit questionable, but most of it's cool. I want to say it maybe originated this whole kind of, like... It does this whole thing where, like, you know, when, like, they appear in a new location... In a TV show where someone appears in a new location and it comes up at the bottom, like, ah, oh, they're in New York City now. Mm-hmm. It's got this whole kind of, like, thing... It, it, I feel like it was one of the first uses where those letters appear 3D in location in the world. Where you see that all the time in videos now. I think it's a very, yeah. like... It's it's not the most difficult thing to do in, like, After Effects or something, no. where you have, like, lettering sort of pinned to a, an angle and a location and it follows and stuff like that. But, um... Yeah, like, it uses it, and I think it was very, sort of, uh... Delightful. I think it looks very cool for its time.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But, um, yeah, Fringe is really good, and, um, it's also helped me when I've been pinning enamel pens to backing boards and packaging those as well.
1: Well, Bishop has kept you company.
0: He has. When and I'm he.
1: not enough.
0: <laughs> You've always been there. Always but, yeah there. So, I'm I think at the moment, there. we're just... We're waiting for the, the Kickstarter books to arrive, and I think I've got, like, about 500 more of the... The video game pen.
1: I believe in to you. Package. You can do it.
0: But like that's it, and then like once um once the books start arriving, then it's they're going out. Yeah, signing packaging, signing packaging. It's gonna be fun.
1: I'm really, I'm really looking forward to
0: it. Same. I think the Royal Mail are gonna gonna hate us for a bit, but that's okay.
1: <laughs> Is <laughs> that's it? Okay. I mean, that's okay. Say that too. now. No, like,
0: at least it won't be like us going to our local post office. Like we're definitely gonna get them to come collect this time.
1: Yeah, we can. We've get, earned like, that a special... at least, I think. A special thing when they come to our house and collect our post because we're business babies. Yeah.
0: Even when um, I go drop drop off at the depot sometimes the the people are a bit like, Oh, I'm really busy and I'm like, Whoa, <laughs> Whoa, ugh, sorry. To us. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta drop off my post. Can I have this signed as what? Well? Thank you. Bye. Have a nice day.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm so tired because at first like our living room is going to be full of books and we're going to be like oh no but then it will slowly like empty out and it will be the most rewarding thing because we'll get our living room back yeah. and also all the books will be shipped out
0: I do think maybe 2019 is the year of getting a storage unit
1: <laughs> I'm excited
0: for that too <laughs> that would be I think that's a good that's a good idea the more we've we, we talked about this already I think the more I think about it the more I'm like I do like the idea of everything not being in the house <laughs> so um that'll be cool yeah right hey, yeah. um what else have we been up to what else have you been up to
1: um i do the other comic kim reefer vampire
0: she's co- island she's
1: coming out she's gonna get you
0: <laughs> yeah um that's only that's next Wednesday. week yeah it's like
1: the fifth the fifth yeah because i'm doing a signing on the eighth
0: yeah yeah so, so issue one of vampire island comes out Blah
1: oh my god Wednesday Wednesday yeah okay so um, hopefully you pre-ordered it but if not just I hope that your comic shop has it
0: yeah they might be able to order it in
1: for you yeah Yeah. just be like please comic book shop please may I have a Kim Reaper Vampire Island number one that's I mean, the China
0: voice you It'll, need to it'll do. also be available on stuff like Comicsology as well. So.
1: Oh, yeah, 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 and yeah.
0: I don't think they ever run out. That'd be pretty <laughs> silly. It's a digital file and it's infinitely copyable.
1: But yeah, um, do you want to pitch Vampire Island for me? Because I'm really bad at pitching. Yeah. I mean, I'm great at pitching, so but not in person.
0: Kim Reaper Vampire Island is all about uh, Kim and Becca and Becca's best friend Tyler. They're all going to go on an adventure to oh
1: my god a vampire island i will pitch it
0: (laughs) no no no, let me start again let me start again so kim's girlfriend becca and her best friend that's becca's best friend not kim's best friend yeah they're not friends becca and tyler really love vampire teen drama which is like this incredible new uh hit tv show it's probably on the kim reaper like universe's alternate alternative to like the cw network which is like what i think like riverdale is on in america i was about
1: to say it's like riverdale
0: (laughs) (laughs) like imagine imagine riverdale but with vampires that's basically the show that they're hooked on and i mean is that because is that based on us maybe getting into riverdale who knows maybe (laughs) riverdale riverdale if you're in the uk it's on netflix if you're in america maybe it is as well i'm not sure um it's just silly but it's, it's really top. good. It's a really good teen Wait, drama. Wait, get back to Kim. <laughs> anyway, so imagine if it was like a teen drama It was vampires. And then uh, and Kim sort of, Kim's like, I know vampires. Do you want to go to an island full of them? And so they do. That's not a Kim how Reaper, that goes down. Vampire Island. Basically,
1: they go to a, an island of vampires and high drinks. Happen. It's I think, really okay. good.
0: So your pitch She does your, not no, no, invite no. them to I can, back.
1: She's like, Vampires suck. And Becca's like, please, I please can. can we go see the vampires? They exist, oh my god. I
0: can safely say from saying next to you. Also like,
1: Tyler is coming.
0: <laughs> from seeing next to you at a million comic cons and hearing you explain the first like Kim Reaper book. You just basically describe this one the exact same way. Where it's like, there's a the and there's a the and then there's hijinks.
1: Like. I should just read the back of the book, because Ari puts together a really good book. On the back,
0: yeah. So basically, it's like it's it's more Kim Reaper adventures, but now there's vampires.
1: Yeah, and Uh-oh. Tyler's there a lot more as well. Everyone loves Tyler. It's
0: good. I'm really excited. You just finished um, you just finished up issue three the other day.
1: Yeah. So I'm just doing I issue like four. That issue a lot. Oh, thank you. Me there's too. a lot. There's
0: lots of good um, there's lots of good posing of characters in it. Yeah. I can't spoil... I can't um, say what the characters are, because so I don't want to spoil it, but
1: there's, so there's much, lots of
0: good panels in that sh- that issue. There's
1: so much I want to, like, post, like, little snippets, but I think they're all super spoilery, so... Yeah, just... I think
0: some of them might not be too spoilery, but maybe save it until close to release.
1: Just just get the comic, you guys, please. I know this, this isn't please. exactly good audio
0: commentary. <laughs> yeah. This isn't, like, a very good audio section, okay. but I really like the one where there are the two characters, like...
1: <laughs> yeah, that's real yeah. good.
0: <laughs> I'm so sorry, podcast listeners. You'll 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 know when when the issue comes out and I'll probably post that frame being like, This is the one I was talking about in the podcast a couple of weeks ago.
1: Um, but yeah, like there's this is like the second arc, and the first arc is Kim Reaper Grim Beginnings, which you can read most of it online now at kimreapercomic.com dot com. Oh yeah. So you should get up to date if you haven't. And then you should totally get Vampire Island because I made it with a lot of love. Please yeah. buy my love comic. It's
0: really good. It's been fun. Um, it's fun seeing all the old comic pages go up, uh, like the last couple of months as well, because it's like, you know, like the new stuff looks really good. Yeah. And the first one, like the first book, did look really good as well. But now it's like, wow, well, the, f- the second book looks like.
1: Hmm. I did so, like a so whole good. I did a whole graphic novel between <laughs> Arc 1 and <laughs> Arc 2 and also our Super Adventure book 2 like a lot of it happened between Burn as well so I've done like a lot of drawing um, but the graphic novel's not coming out um, until next year so that's kind of fun because I think a lot of people are like you've really improved and I'm like I've done a lot of work that no one can look at yet
0: yeah <laughs> like, it's going to be I'm really excited so like that graphic novel glitch comes out in May May um, 14th right
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. wait, can we announce that? Maybe bleep that. No, 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 that's like... Is it public knowledge? Check on Goodreads. (laughs) Look after it. Look, look, we'll just, we'll maybe, like, put it... If there's a long boop, (laughs) that's why. And I'm sorry, we weren't supposed to tell
0: you. I think it's got a release date. And now I just don't know.
1: We're sitting on, like, a lot of secrets right now. So Um, many
0: secrets. There are things that I won't even mention anything relating to because it's just too easy to to give spoilers
1: away i'm just i'm real excited there's um so we're in the studio right now where we r- record the podcast and um Steph like sat right in front of our huge whiteboard which has the glitch cover on it so i'm just staring at that like mm, secret secret glitch cover real good and there's also covered in a bunch of other secrets and i'm like oh, delicious secrets <laughs> they're so good
0: yeah like we have to be really careful if we take pictures in here because like if we have the whiteboard in the background it's probably got like a bunch of like yeah. Spoilery secret things on it.
1: So many real good cat pictures. No one's gonna see because we can't edit out the whiteboard. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's
0: so much of it.
1: So much of it. But so, um, yeah,
0: I think that's a, a good catch up on what's what we've been up oh, to. Oh, oh
1: yeah. Um, quickly as well. Sorry, back on the Kim Reaper train. I'm doing a signing, uh, for Kim Reaper Vampire Island Number One at Orbital Comics on Saturday eighth. Between two and four PM, which is um, in London. Yeah, it's in London. I was get. I was gonna. I was gonna say uh, that eventually. I think you
0: should have really led with that.
1: Um, so if you live in London, come to the signing.
0: Yeah, it should be really fun. You we'll both get- be there. We'll both be there. We'll both be there. We'll both be there.
1: And the comics will be there. Also, Invader Zim Volume Six is out.
0: Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> out like, next week as well. Yeah.
1: I I did a comic in that. Oh, <laughs> well, there's there's lots of books. Just yeah. Yeah.
0: There's a hardcover of Rick and Morty coming out. Oh
1: my god, it's got soon. voice chip in it.
0: With a voice chip, we got sent a copy like it's a, so a sneak preview one, and it's like it combines one of the main Rick and Morty volumes with Little Poopy Superstar and it's got a voice chip (laughs) you open the cover and Justin Roiland's talking to you
1: it's great and um yeah the other volume is by Kyle Starks our friend Kyle Starks
0: he's a good boy we also oh okay so we 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 found like a um I was like I was looking on Sarah's Goodreads page and it had like a Russian version of Rick and Morty Little Poopy Superstar listed and so I got, like, really intrigued by it. And, like, I think a while ago, Sarah got, like, emailed by someone who was, like, translating the book, asking for, sort of, like, some translations of, like, what does this word mean, or what does this word mean. And then, I don't think we ever really thought about it ever again. Yeah. But I managed to, like, track down a copy. Like, I tried buying a copy from a few Russian websites, and it wouldn't work, because I think, like, my bank was just like, okay, no, what? this is? <laughs> you're not allowed to buy stuff from Russia, what's going on? But I found, like, some, I think it's, like a, a, like, a Swedish website that imports books from Russia or something, so... Yeah we managed to get a copy and it's this weird kind of like thing where it's like it's like a big hardback version of it where it's like uh, Lil Poopy Superstar the one side and then the other mini series of Rick and and um, Pocket like you saw it on the other side but it's done in a kind of a way where it's like like, the book flips over, and it's, like, the other book is upside down
1: yeah. thing,
0: which I think has been done, like, a few times before, but, like, they don't really do it with the comic series here in the UK or in America or anything. But I thought it was just a really interesting thing. Yeah. And it was fun, like, I was, like, looking at some of the speech bubbles with, like, uh, Google Translate on my phone, because it's, like, got, like, a camera thing where it translates the words. And it was fun, like, reading the weird kind of, like, like, retranslated versions of some of the text. And it was very, it was very fun. I thought it was a very weird thing to add to our collection and also i think it's like the first thing you've done that's been translated into like russian which is like wild
1: i think so i think there's a lot of our super adventure comics that have been translated but that's just oh like well
0: like in terms of like official release books yeah yeah i think it was quite cool yeah it's fun it's, it's <laughs> nothing to add to like it's It's like such a weird thing to have it's like you've worked on a book that's like been translated into like a really strange looking language <laughs> <laughs> It <This> looks cool <laughs> yeah it's really fun but um yeah, I think that's it for you. Let's stop talking about nah. you know. Yeah,
1: Let's sorry about oh, wait, me
0: no, no, no! i got one last thing. Um, we're going to be at MCM London and MCM Birmingham later this year. What well, about
1: Thought Bubble?
0: And Thought Bubble. I think <laughs> we've already talked about a Thought Bubble. Yeah, I but that's
1: think. like in a couple of weeks. We're going to be at
0: Thought Bubble in a few weeks. And then we'll be at NYCC <laughs> a few weeks, after, a week after that. And then we'll be at MCM London and MCM Birmingham, like I was just saying.
1: we got new pins?
0: Oh yeah, we've got new pins. You can see those on Sarah's websites and bits now.
1: We've got new other stuff.
0: There's new other stuff, but we haven't put any of that online yet. But Secret. you'll probably see that over the next couple of days. Secret. It'll be pre-orderable by Monday. So if you're listening to this after Monday, stuff is pre-orderable.
1: Wow, we've talked about ourselves a lot now. I know it's I'm... like
0: a month's catch-up, though. It's like <laughs> this is the problem. though. Like, we shouldn't leave it for a month ever again because then it's like literally twenty twenty minutes of <laughs> twenty minutes of gear yeah, but the other Okay. Um, this week's kind of main topic is about kind of weird video games or video games that do stuff like a bit differently mm-hmm. so um, this is I think this has come back. because like in the last couple of days i played like a few weird games like we played um, Donut County together the other day Yeah, which is a game Woo! where you're basically playing as um, a mischievous raccoon like piloting a hole around the world to you try play and swallow as a up hole. everything you play yeah you, you don't really play as the hole i feel like you're playing as bk like bk is like this raccoon character who runs a donut shop and when he's sending out donuts he's actually sending out like these holes that grow the more the more is things that? that you swallow up with the hole the bigger your hole gets it's real good and it's real good like oh, you solve so, puzzles so with cool. it and there's a really funny little story that goes with it. the writing is great bk
1: like, wears a bandana
0: a bandana, or a, a ban- banana? A banana. <laughs> a banana.
1: <laughs> no, bandana. Oh, Don't
0: say that, the Minions will sue us.
1: You love the Minions. It's oh, sure.
0: your favourite. Me and Sarah had a thing a few Christmases <laughs> ago where I kept threatening that I was going to buy Sarah the Minions movie for Christmas. And then, like, I didn't, because I'm, I'm a good person, but I did wrap all of her presents in Minions wrapping paper. But then, come Christmas Day, I had a, a very uh, a very yellow... DVD shaped gift from Sarah and lo and behold, that day we watched the the minions movie. I
1: enjoyed it.
0: I fell asleep in it.
1: Yeah, you did. You the missed the out. mark of quality. Sound a great movie.
0: <laughs> One day I'll watch it Banana. again. One day I'll watch it again. Um, also this week I played Two Point Hospital. At least I like I played like the first level of Two Point Hospital, which is kind of the spiritual successor to Theme Hospital, which was like a hospital a hospital building game. That I used to love when I was younger, and the new one is like equally as good. But then also at the same time, it's like you're running a hospital, but it's like a really kind of like comedy weird hospital game. But like of all the things that I've ever, it's more of a thing. It's more of an indictment of like thinking I can't believe that when I was younger I was so into a game about running a hospital.
1: Well, I mean, we have got ghouls. It's got big heads. Okay. It's so got so sick. The one in the sick. The one in favorite. the old days,
0: there was like a lot, there was all this stuff where like, you'd have people come in and they'd have like massive heads and the doctor would need to pop them with a pin and then reinflate their heads to the normal size. And so it, or, it, or, it always had this kind of weird like sense of humour. In the new one, if you, if you managed to like, if you have someone die in your hospital they turn into a ghost and then they start haunting everyone and everyone starts running around screaming and unless you hire a janitor who has a special ability of being able to capture ghosts in their hoover, you just have ghosts running amok for like a month
1: I hope you played that janitor a while
0: I did, I got like, um, when I was playing last night I got a 5 star janitor who had the whole ghost busting ability
1: Yeah,
0: and they're really good They're they're worth their money
1: it just makes me really want to play theme park world
0: this is the thing. Like I, I did play a theme park when I was younger, but like it never felt quite as good as Theme Hospital.
1: There was like two versions. Maybe you didn't have the cute one. I
0: didn't have the good one. I had the old one.
1: The
0: one day. <laughs> maybe we should play it.
1: I don't know where it is.
0: Maybe it was we so good s- that it just somehow disappeared. Somehow, I, th- I think we can get it for PC. Maybe lo- let's get into like Twitch streaming. No.
1: Let's, <laughs> let's let's uh, let's there's
0: become Twitch streamers with all that free time we've got.
1: <laughs> we we were talking about like what really good Nintendo Switch releases are this year, and I was like Mario Odyssey, <laughs> and then I realized that came out like last year, and I still haven't played it. Yeah, there's so oh many games days, I want to yeah. play, but I've got so much work to do. <laughs> there are
0: so, well, you get to play catch up at some point, and then you'll have all these amazing games to play.
1: I think I'd get catch-up in 2019. <laughs> <laughs> looking, looking forward to it.
0: <laughs> looking forward to 2019. Ooh, yeah. So, um, some other weird video games that I was thinking about. So, like p- Playing those two games got me thinking, like, like what other video games have I played that feel like they've kind of been really, like, original weird ideas? Because, mm-hmm. like, a lot of video games kind of follow, like, similar tropes. Like, you get a lot of video games that are, like, like, platformers. You get a lot of video games that are, like, first-person shooters. You get a lot of, like, strategy games. So you get like a lot of things that like fit a certain mold, but then you get things that come along that kind of like break that mold in a really weird way. And so um, the first one that I thought of Mm -hmm. was, I'm going to start with like the weirdest one I could think of. Okay. So do you remember a few years ago when we we went to um, Nottingham Game City? Yeah. And they had that whole kind of like video game event.
1: It was really cool. It was. They do that every year? I
0: don't. No. Would have been
1: cool if we I reckon they this.
0: probably, they might. But then they've, it was based, it was set, it was, um, it was set in a place that they have open now, which is like the, the video game museum or something. Yeah, so that should opened, go to that. That opened like literally like the next year because they used it for like Game City and then the next year they opened it up as like a proper full-time thing. Yeah. But, um, one of the games we played, we played like a, a show, no, <laughs> which yeah. is really strange, Uh this kind of like after party kind of event but we also got to play some video games and stuff and um we played the we played that really weird game P- push me pull you
1: yeah Do you remember that god i can't not stop thinking about it it's yeah always so my mind.
0: push me pull you and i think actually when we were in seattle didn't they have it at the um yeah there was like an indie game um it was an, an indie video game exhibit at the uh the museum of pop culture mopop and they had this game there as well and i was like Of course it's there. It was really cool. But Push Me, Pull You is, like, the simplest way I can think of describing it is it's kind of like sumo wrestling, but with a ball, and also you're kind of like a human version of CatDog, the lovable Nickelodeon cartoon
1: And everyone's naked.
0: And everyone's naked. So if you imagine CatDog, where, like, the one end of the person was a cat, the other one was a dog.
1: Oh my god, is CatDog too old? reference without I everyone getting
0: it. <laughs> I'm not entirely sure. But if you imagine an animal where there is no bottom half, it's just two top halves so joining no in buts, the middle. Just faces. So there's no butts, just faces. <laughs> no. And in the case of Push Me For You, I think they've got arms as well, because they're, like, trailing around. Do when
1: cat-dog you... have arms?
0: I don't remember. How can you not?
1: I, because it's so old. <laughs> oh my
0: goodness. So... More, more. I think there's more emphasis on the arms of push me pull you. Yeah. So th- th- this is the problem with like referencing these weird games. You have to try and describe them, and all oh my days are so hard to describe. But um, so you would play this as like basically two teams of two. So each person is controlling an end of this kind of hybrid person, and then you have to try and get a ball and bring it into the, your the opponent's side. Yeah. Of- the Field, which is like a big round sort of like sumo wrestling arena almost. And it was just the weirdest, most unsettling thing to play because it's kind of like... I don't even know what I'd describe it as in the first place as like a game.
1: Um, a really good party game.
0: Yeah, like it's like a, a really it's nice a party sports game. It's game. It's like a sports game where you're trying to score points more than the other team. But in this case, your team is a person, like two halves of a person, two upper halves of a person joined together and then... One of you. Oh, and then also there's a button where you can lengthen and shorten oh yourself. Oh God,
1: it makes a noise. And, and all that. It, it's like, yeah, yeah. Like it's that. like very
0: sort of like Slurpy. <laughs> and um, it's such a weird game. Um, you can get it it's on really PlayStation good. 4, and I want to say probably Xbox as well, and maybe PC. But if you want like a very strange, weird party game, push me, pull you is like up there. It's like, it's just weird. Like the the amount of like. It's so light. And then, you, like, if you get it, if you get it really, if you get it really perfect, you can have it so like, you get mis, mi mish, like mixed up with the other person in a kind of like a weird spiral, and it's just like, it's weird. It's a very weird game.
1: It's a really good game to bust out, but when you have friends over, I don't like looking at the meaty body.
0: Yeah, it's a very, <laughs> it's it's weirdly body horror-y, I think, because it's like yeah a strange, I, naked body with two front halves that elongates and shortens at will
1: it's really good. My brain is broken from the idea that cat dog is old i mean it's not old.
0: like old old it's like nineties kind of old, old 90s. it wasn't great no it was alright. I think I cat i mean I feel like we're gonna get, we'll get off topic, but in terms of like Nickelodeon stuff, I feel like there's a there's a there's a lot if, if we were to, like, do, like, the top ten Nickelodeon cartoons, I think it would be kind of... It probably be in the top ten, but it wouldn't be, like, near the
1: top. I feel like I really enjoyed it. I feel like I enjoyed but it. I feel like maybe it was on, like, all the time, so... I just don't I remember know, anything about it. I, I didn't know any better. <laughs> no, I'm sure it was great. I really don't mean to be Dragon Cat Dog. <laughs> like, just just enjoy Push Me what, For You and what? send some Cat Dog maybe. afterwards. What's your
0: first weird game?
1: What's my first weird game? Yeah. Hmm...
0: Hmm. Do, do you need me to, to show you the list? <laughs> no, of of I know the, what the list
1: is. Like, I know Mr. Bones is on there.
0: Okay, tell me to me about Mr. Bones. I never experienced the joys of Mr. Bones.
1: Okay, I didn't really remember. <laughs> I, what I remember about getting Mr. Bones is I was really sad one day, and my mum was like, my sad child. I was saying that for your birthday, but you can have it now. And I was like, "What is it?" And she was like, "Who is it?" More like, "It's Mr. Bones." Oh my god! So it didn't go down like that, but it did. I was having a bad day, and I got Mr. Bones early. No, I, I have um, to
0: believe that that's how your mum phrased it because that's great.
1: Sad child, come here. <laughs> it's <laughs> not a what? Game. It's a who?
0: It's Mr. Bones.
1: <laughs> um, oh, um, you've seen you seen like a little clip of Mr. Sarah! Bones. <laughs> I feel like I'm Mr. Sh- Bones is here. <laughs> I feel like I've shrieked into the microphone a bunch, and I'm really sorry. Um, so you play as a skeleton <laughs> called Mr. Bones. I um, was uh, uh, "What?" A, ske- a skeleton.
0: A skeleton. Okay.
1: <laughs> what did you think I said?
0: I didn't hear. I heard, like <laughs> A skeleton.
1: Okay, so you play as a skeleton. Uh huh. Called Mr. Um, Bones. Like the intro video. Um, I can't really remember it. I know there's some live action in there, though. There's a bunch of skeletons. I mean, you're like a good skeleton, but everyone else is doing a skeleton army thing. This is, like, from my memory. If you go watch a YouTube... You should probably watch the YouTube video. And if I'm wildly Wait, wrong, I'm I sorry, but got I know it's sometimes.
0: what is... What is it?
1: What? It's an What's action bones? game. What'd you do? Uh god what you i remember the first bit so the first level is you're running away from a bunch of skeletons so you're a skeleton
0: that's running away from skeletons
1: yeah i think you're a good skeleton and you can tell because your eyes are blue instead of red
0: did you ever finish this game
1: hell no it was really hard
0: did you ever get past the first level i
1: did and i felt really (laughs) cool about it like the first it starts hard and it just stays hard yeah um what was weird about it so if you get hurt, you lose parts of your body, <laughs> and then yeah, you kind of, like, bounce around, um, <laughs> and that makes it really hard to run away from skeletons when you've no So it's
0: so the case where, like, you you just lose, like, you're losing bone, bone by bone by bone? You can get them back! What's the furthest, what's the... Oi oi! I'm so sorry, I didn't put my phone on like that. <laughs> What's, like, the least bones you can have?
1: Face bone.
0: So you can just be. You can, so you're just a skull, like hopping.
1: I think so. God, I hope I'm remembering. This I mean, right.
0: All right. So my problem with this is, how does a skull move itself?
1: Bounces.
0: Okay. You
1: got your jaw, and you just. Like,
0: oh, Okay. No. I, I'll, I'll, I'll give floor. you that. Okay. That's um, that, that's that's a good enough ex- explanation for me.
1: But I I just remember it being really hard, and like I know, I, I think I would have got it when I was seven. Oh whoa. Um. But I would have replayed it.
0: It sounds like pretty dark and grim for a seven year old.
1: Mmm. 'cause you're, you're a skeleton.
0: Like, it's not you lose, cartoony, but you it's lose not cartoony. Your, your bones. The
1: graphics are bad, and I think that makes it okay. That's true.
0: <laughs> makes I think it I've, not scary. I want to say I've seen screenshots of Mr. Bones before.
1: hmm I think
0: Waypoint did a stream of yeah. it.
1: And yeah.
0: I don't I I I don't remember much about it other than it was very weird looking
1: i mean like i had a gex i think it was called gex into the tv or something um which is where you play as gex lovable lizard and he goes you say into gex
0: and, and, and you mean gex like enter the gecko or whatever it was
1: i don't remember i was a child but he goes he goes into the tv and like the first land is horror or something i remember the boss on that and being like really scared of that but not scared of mr bones what are you looking at gex gex <laughs> okay but yeah um <laughs> no, I just remember there was live action and there being really, really hard. And that's probably, like, the weirdest first game I played. Okay. Although, I played a bunch of Sega games. I'm thinking they were all weird.
0: I think, like, there was definitely a lot of... I definitely played a lot of weird video games when I was younger, but I think my brain's, like, not quite remembered a lot of them.
1: And they were pushed out by Sonic Mania.
0: Maybe. Um, I can think of, like, a more recent weird one.
1: Oh, yeah, go on. Um,
0: then. so there was a game called, um... It was called Loco and this is like kind of like more weird as in it was like a weird way of controlling a game. Mm-hmm. But like Loco was a PSP game. Like basically, like I remember when people were getting like PSPs when I was like mildly younger. Yeah, I feel like I knew like one or two people with the with the PSP because I don't think it really caught on that strongly like in the UK at least. Yeah, I remember them showing me this game Loco and being like, "Oh yeah, it's this is an amazing game, and it looks and sounds incredible." It's this kind of like game where like you're this kind of like little blob. And you have to go through the level, and you can collect more little blobs, and then you become like a bigger blob. Or if you need to go for a, a small gap, you can kind of like become smaller blobs again. But the way that you <laughs> control the game is you're not ever you're not ever controlling the character. You're tilting the world. Yeah. So it's literally like almost like just a two button game where you're just tilting the world left and right, or that, and then you have got like a button to like divide and. Um, all come back together kind of thing. Yeah. And I really like that as a mechanic. And it's... um, They re-released it for... I think it came out for the Vita as well, but I never, like, got around to playing it on there. But they re-released it for PlayStation 4 recently, and I do really want to play it, because, like, the soundtrack's really nice. It's kind of, like...
1: The soundtrack is really nice. It's
0: really, like, joyful, and it sounds like there's, like, (laughs) kids singing, like, gibberish over everything, and...
1: My favourite.
0: Yeah, and it also looks like it's a really cute, sort of nice, like friendly puzzle game, like, puzzle platformer. But I just like the idea that you're tilting the whole world. It's, like, a really nice kind of... I'm just, like... I'm, just, I'm, I'm currently for, for, for like, a... Uh for the descriptive purposes, I'm currently, like, sitting here with, like, my my phone in my hands, just, like, tilting it left and right to symbolise how fun it is Steph to tilt That's, like, so everything. chill
1: and happy right now, you guys. I'm
0: just thinking about Logo I'm thinking and I'm not. thinking, how, how have I never played this game, like, more than just the first level? I need to get on that.
1: We're talking about, like, good music and stuff. Another really weird game is Elite Beat Agents, which that, we both yeah, played. That
0: is a classic it's game. It's
1: so good!
0: I do remember, like, when we first started going out, and I think I remember seeing, like, your, um your Nintendo like DS case or whatever, and I remember mm-hmm. like opening that and like I think you only had like about four or five games in there that weren't Pokemon games. <laughs> but one of them was Elite Beat Agents and I was like, that's a good game. <laughs>
1: <laughs> thank you, thank you.
0: Um do you remember do you remember most of the songs from that game?
1: Oh my god, they're usually like looping in my head and I can't think of uh, them. <laughs>
0: okay. Um a, b- a better thing to say would be like what is elite B agents
1: okay elite beat we so agents you're three B agents that are elite and you have to go like help people um do stuff and it's uh it's um look at my hands podcast listeners <laughs>
0: hey Sarah um, how do you help these people by dancing how do you dance
1: by hitting things on, on time. It's a, oh, a rhythm-based game. It's like there a touchscreen...
0: Like touch Thank you for
1: helping me. It's like
0: a touchscreen stylus rhythm game.
1: And it's so good!
0: It is. And it's like... I think the most impressive thing about it is that it's like full of like actual proper known pop songs. Yeah. That said, they're not like the official versions. They're like re-recorded versions. Mm. But like... Yeah. There's loads of good stuff. Is that... I, I um... So when I played I don't think I ever finished it. I think I got stuck on... There's um David Bowie's Let's Dance yeah. quite near the end of the game, and I got stuck on that because it's got some very strange rhythm stuff in it.
1: <laughs> I have completed it multiple I mean, times. I mean, I completed <laughs> it all
0: on, like, the easy difficulty, but when you start playing I'm on, like, done it higher... on
1: super difficult <sighs> mode. I'm really good at it.
0: It's a really cool rhythm game, though.
1: It's really great. I loved it. The only complaint I have is that it's hard to play in public, because I used to bring <laughs> it to school and be all like, oh, I have to put my headphones in, don't talk oh, to me. Yeah. And everyone would be like, hey, Sarah, what's up? And I'd be like, leaping agents, go away. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love you. I'm a great friend. I've got to save the world, repeatedly.
0: They did um, a similar game. They, they used the same kind of game mechanic on, like, the Hatsune Miku rhythm games. Yeah. That came out for the PS Vita.
1: I'd play those. If I get... had time.
0: No, <laughs> so sad. But yeah, I like it. I don't think there's enough. I think they they might do like a Persona dancing game. Yeah, like Persona's is that are weird kind of like mystery RPG. But they also release these like dance like dance games as well. And I think they must. I think they probably use the same kind of control scheme. Where it's like yeah, tapping things on the screen and whatnot.
1: I don't think like I think um just looking at the game like it didn't really appeal to me. But it's like I really enjoyed that game.
0: Yeah, it's it was real really. Good. I don't remember. I don't ever remember why I got it. I, th- I, th- I think I just... I must have seen, like, so many good reviews of it that I was like, hey, I like the sound of that. This brings in, like into question, like, a bigger thing, though. Whatever happened to Dance Mat games? Because, like, you can still play them on like arcades and stuff, but, like, whatever had- happened to, like, the games they released for, like, home consoles with Dance Mats and stuff I like that? I have a Dance Mat. Yeah, but in um, the last, like, ten years, though? Hell no. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Wait, ten years? Nope, no. Nope.
0: I just think that's something that's... Do you want to
1: get Dance Mat games? I don't think you
0: can. I think you can maybe get ones that plug straight into the TV, because I think my sister had one that was like that, but I don't yeah. think it was ever, like...
1: Don't they have Dance Mat, like, championships, though? Didn't we watch a documentary yeah, on I think this peop- recently? Yeah, I
0: think people go to, like, arcades and just use those machines. Because uh. they're, like, the proper, like, full-size things. I'm, I don't know. But Dance Mat games are cool.
1: Turns out, I don't like playing dance mat games in public. <laughs> I <Like, I'm laughs> suddenly get very, very self-conscious, and I don't like it.
0: Oh, I think it's good. I like, I like the feeling. I like the feeling of like uh, starting like a dance, dance revolution esque kind of game and being like, oh yeah, I've set it onto like. We've chosen a song at this difficulty, and like the first thirty seconds might be alright, but then it starts ramping up, and you realise quite quickly that all you are literally doing is just like your feet. Your feet are no longer listening to what your head is saying; you're just flailing about. And
1: let's yeah, let's buy a dance machine, dance mat machine.
0: What, like the whole thing?
1: Yeah, let's screw it, screw off the books. (laughs) I don't know where they're gonna go. Dance mat machine is going. to turn down, we'll turn
0: down the delivery. we'll we'll, (laughs) sorry, tell everyone a Kickstarter. We're so sorry. We found something better. for this dance map machine.
1: Maybe you can look at us to use it. Well, if well, I don't do feel like, so uh, self-conscious. <laughs> yeah, <at the> end, <laughs> and that,
0: that sounds awful. And we've got no space. No. Sorry.
1: I want a house to the one dead day, machine.
0: One day, if we're, like, rich. Yeah. If we're ever, like, rich.
1: If if, if, if we we'll ever get, have, like, like, a arcade machine, it's we'll because get, we're rich We'll now. have, like,
0: a whole, like, arcade basement or something.
1: Oh, because I saved up. I really want a house to the dead machine. I will save up and yeah. we'll need to get a basement. One day. I'll dig a basement. <laughs> <We'll> <laughs>
0: dig a hole I'll just dig up.
1: I'll dig a hole in the living room and it will be the arcade hole. But we have pit. it just about fits House of the Dead in there. Which one? I don't know. Depends which one's on I mean which known. is the
0: good one you're good at?
1: Oh the House of the Dead too. Oh yeah,
0: yeah yeah. The one we spoke about in the first episode of the podcast. I don't Around know if I'd when.
1: want that one. I do love that one. It sounds
0: though. like you're too good at it.
1: I'm really good at that, yeah.
0: Well, you know, want, want a fresh one to get good at?
1: What, three or four, yeah, maybe something better graphics. Wow! You know, whatever. I'm not fussy. I'll just, I'll just whatever fits in the hole.
0: Excellent, excellent. So my next game is <laughs> um, it's a, it was a it was a game I played on my phone called Downwell.
1: Okay, i there don't was know like it was.
0: So um, it's basically like the opposite of like a platform game, really. Mm-hmm. So like a, a typical platform game would be running and jumping platforms, either to get to like the end of a level. Like either left or right, mm-hmm. or sometimes you'd say, like in Sonic games, you'd occasionally get levels where it's more vertical and climbing up. Mm-hmm. Downwell was a game where you basically the aim of the game is to keep falling, yeah. So the end of the level is like all the way at the bottom of a well, basically. So the very start of the game, you walk across the screen, you jump into a well, and so you have to like there's like different kinds of monsters and stuff, so you can either jump on monsters' heads mm-hmm. or I can't think if there's like other ways of getting monsters and stuff. It's been a while since I played it.
1: What platform did you play it on?
0: I played it on my phone. Oh, okay. so it was like it was a bit weird to control because it was like one of those things where it's got like on-screen left and right, like D-pad, and then yeah, I want to say there was a jump as well because I think you could jump on things. And I think you had a gun, or, like some <laughs> kind of weapon. Like
1: he <laughs> just had a gun. So
0: there were like different ways that you could take out bad guys, Um it did a really cool thing in terms of its color scheme. Like the game was basically just pure black and white, mm-hmm. but um, bad guys or anything dangerous was like very bright red. So yeah. it's this whole kind of thing where like you could always tell what was dangerous, but because the game like it would do a thing where if you were there were like platforms you could like jump onto, but if you wanted to be really risky you could just like jump down and you would just keep falling and falling and falling until maybe you jump on a bad guy or something. But then there are sometimes there are bad guys you can't jump on.
1: Oh no.
0: So it's this whole kind of thing where if you try and do the riskiest stuff like that,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you risk kind of like just getting killed straight just off. Just
1: busting your ankles.
0: But it was, like, a really good game. And then they, they bought it out for, like, PS4 and PS Vita and stuff. I think PS Vita, there's a mode where you can literally turn your PS Vita, like, sideways and play it, like, would, as if you play it on a phone.
1: Would you say the PS Vita is dead now?
0: Oh, it's it's been dead for, like... Oh, Technically, it's been dead for about two years in the eyes of, like, Sony, at least. Aww. There was a point, because I got really excited when I first got a PS Vita, because... It wasn't like they were still announcing really cool new games for it, and so mm-hmm. every time there was like something like um like e three or something. In Sony's presentation, there would at least be a section for the PS Vita, or there'd be a montage of all of these cool games coming out for the PS Vita. But then um this one year they just didn't mention the PS Vita whatsoever. Oh, and so baby. I I used to like go on the um on the PS Vita subreddit on Reddit like quite a lot to see like I I used to like seeing what news there was like about like new games that were coming out and stuff. And after that E3 presentation where they didn't mention the Vita ones, everyone was just like
1: Oh! Oh. <laughs> oh no! Okay then.
0: <laughs> so there are still like games that are kind of in development and stuff for the PS Vita, but it's all from like very sort of small publishers and stuff. So yeah. I can't think of like the last big thing to come out for it, but stuff. Every so often, there's things that all come out for it. that all right, but
1: I feel like everything that I had on my Vita is now on the Switch.
0: Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, it's like Binding of Isaac Switch. Don't starve. Don't starve Switch. Yeah, but that's the thing. I think the Switch definitely took the mantle. Like the PS Vita, when I when I got it, was like getting this really good reputation of being a really good like indie game machine. So all yeah. these games that had become really big on Steam on like PC, like mm-hmm. they were putting them over to the PS Vita, and they were finding the kind of a fan base on there. So like Splunky um, was like a really good one on Vita because it was like such a good little pick up and play thing. But then um, yeah, like I think that's all moved over to the Switch now because like I think everyone. Because obviously, like, no one's buying PS Vita's new anymore. No. And I think PS Vita's never went down I in mean, price either. They were always, like, really expensive, like, up until, like, now, probably.
1: When I bought my Vita, it was second-hand.
0: Yeah, and it was still kind of pricey. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I don't know, I got a lot of use out of it. And it's still yeah. really good for, like, um, you can play, like, a lot of old PlayStation 1 games on it from, like, the, the store. So I've got, like, Final Fantasy 8 and 9 on there. So if want to revisit those games... Where you it on is there. your Vita? I don't know <laughs> in a drawer somewhere. I've still got. I still want to play Danganronpa too. I played Danganronpa. Danganronpa was like a strange game. It was like, kind of like a weird sleuthy murder mystery classroom game.
1: I've not played it, but I've watched the, sh- the shot. We watched the we watched the first good. series of
0: the anime, so you know the story of the first game, basically. So but I started playing the second one. I just never like quite. It, it never got its claws in me straight away quite as much as the first one did, but I still really want to play that, and it's on my Vita, and I don't know what my Vita is. <laughs> yeah, Downwell was, like, a really cool game that I liked, because it took the whole, like, idea of a platformer and sort of took it and turned it on its head, and it was, like, really good. I never quite got... I don't think I ever finished it, but I got quite far. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so, what's your next game?
1: Um, okay, so, I had a game called Viva Piñata. I think it was Pocket Paradise, and I guess that was pretty weird. Uh... Do you, do you remember much of this game?
0: So I had, like, a friend who used to play the Viva Piñata games on Xbox quite a lot. hmm And it was a very strange... Like, I feel like he was mainly into, like, quite shootery, like, typical first-person shooter games, and then also Viva Piñata. So, like, <laughs> I kind of have, like, a vague knowledge of them. I know that you have kind of a garden. Yeah. And there's a lot of uh, little Piñata creatures. Yeah. Yeah. And that's literally all I know, so... (laughs) Please enlighten me. I mean,
1: I've only played Pocket Paradise. I think that's what it's called. I hate that's what it's called. I haven't played any of the Xbox games. So I don't know how, like, different they are. They're probably the same. I'd imagine so. Pocket Paradise, I think I had it on 3DS. Um, But basically, yeah, you have a garden. And that
0: goes in your pocket!
1: And it goes in your pocket! (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Depending on how big your pocket is. My I have small pockets. Um, Sorry, let's not not get into a pocket debate. Um... (laughs) Yeah, you have a garden and you have to um, fulfil certain requirements to unlock other piñatas.
0: How do you unlock or, a piñata?
1: I don't remember. It's been so long. The amount of dirt that you have is one what? of them. If you have different piñatas, you can get other piñatas. I think some piñatas try and eat the other piñatas. Uh, who's, a...
0: who's your favourite piñata? Hmm.
1: Hmm, it's been a really long time. They're I don't good. need like, names or backstories,
0: good. but I like, want what was your favourite like because they're all kind of like based on different animals and stuff right
1: I want to say the bear one but I'm not sure okay I'd like I'd like a bear pinata though okay nice big bear pinata to hang out with um but you can get like these goblin-y ones and if you you have to do something to turn turn them okay if not they're gonna mess up all your pinatas awful but uh I feel probably the weird part of the pinata park at paradise was you'd get your a pinatas to mate and when they'd mate you get like a animation like a small video <laughs>
0: <laughs> is, is this is this the boy you're thinking of, bear? Like,
1: oh my god, I love him. <laughs> <laughs> He's beautiful. Um, okay,
0: so this was something I forgot about. Um, I feel like part of so my friend that I mentioned before. Mm-hmm. When I feel like there was a whole thing with Xbox where when they had the game coming out, they also had like animated shorts or an animated series as well and you could
1: watch but you could watch
0: that through the Xbox I think because I think I remember him showing me an episode.
1: So did he watch it? I think so yeah.
0: I don't remember
1: it. I've watched it but I think because it was just on I'm very lazy. (laughs) I'd watch it at my parents house so I would have been a teen at the time. But, um, yeah, no, I really enjoyed that game. It was really good, and I spent a lot of hours into it. So what was, like, the game part of it? Um, I guess it was just collecting all the piñatas and making okay. them kiss.
0: How many were there, do you know?
1: There was, like, a lot of them, and some of them were really fancy.
0: Are we talking, like, Pokemon levels of numbers, or...? No. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's a pocket paradise, that. Um, Sorry. I wonder yeah, if they're no. ever
0: going to remake Viva Piñata games. I have like, that...
1: no idea on the Viva P- what's going on with
0: Viva Piñata. <sighs> wasn't there like a whole thing... Didn't they mention Viva Piñata to that... Um, when they when they were, we were watching those um, Giant Bomb videos when they were at E3, didn't uh-huh. they have like an Xbox guy on and didn't they like mention Viva Piñata to him and he said... I can't remember if he said... That I think he just said they probably weren't thinking of making any more.
1: Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, I don't you know. It's a bunch I of But, but the fact, like,
0: I, I wouldn't feel it'll ever come back. Because I feel like it was like... It felt like it was like a really big franchise for a bit.
1: Yeah, I had a TV show. Yeah. On something. I can't remember. But yeah. yeah. No, I don't know. I really enjoyed it. Um, it's just mainly like a strategy game. I really like strategy games. Okay. Cool. I also really like shooting games. So... Yeah, I guess it makes sense. That but are you saying you're you'd,
0: you want? Are you saying you want Viva Pinata to come back? And you I want be able to shoot, shoot the, pinatas?
1: the pinatas. Yeah. No, I do not.
0: That sounds awful.
1: <laughs> I was talking about your flatmate or whoever it was. Who oh played. yeah. Yeah, Viva Pinata and yeah. shooting hand in hand, hand
0: in hand. On one hand, gears of war. On the other hand, Viva Pinata.
1: So much fun, Viva Pinata.
0: Oh, they're going to sue us now.
1: Oh no, I'm oh, no. sorry.
0: <laughs> they'll come back, they'll make a new game just to sue you for oh, singing Let's just song. move
1: on, let's move on, let's move on. What's the next?
0: Okay, next is, uh, I think that's it for like weird games for this week. Um,
1: okay, all enjoyable games as well though. Yeah. Weird but wonderful.
0: I did have on my list for, um, for what weird game we would make, but I think maybe that's a topic for another time.
1: One where everyone kisses. No, I like. I'd really love to make video games with you.
0: I'd love to make a game where it's like it's like oh, four cats, right, mm-hmm. in our house. Yeah, and it's and like, you have to stack them. No, no, no it's like <laughs> res- it's like a resource management. So you've got to keep them all happy.
1: Oh, so, God. so but
0: this is where so but we bring in like real life things. So if I if for example in the real world right now mm-hmm. I get yeah. a brush and I start brushing Toby, yeah, I know this straight away. Wilson's going to come running as well. He'll get under the brush and then Toby will walk away all sad and dejected because she doesn't want to get brushed at the same time as anyone else. So it'd be a whole thing of like, you'd be able to control a little me and a little you. So if I want to brush Toby and raise her brushed meter, I know that I've got to get you to go and pay attention, like to go play with Wilson with his little um, pipe cleaner cat toy and distract him. In another room, somewhere else in the house, so he can't hear the brush. So this is where it gets so complicated, because there's so many things to, like, think about. Like, like the odd, like, being able to hear different things happening. So, like, brush would make a certain amount of noise. So if, like, Wilson's in the house, he probably can hear the brush. But if he's in the house, but he's playing with something else, he might not be able to... He might not be paying attention on listening to the I brush. I feel like
1: this whole game would just highlight how much of, um how troublesome wilson is
0: yeah it's basically just like oh, keep man. wilson at a trouble simulator i envisage it being a mixture of metal gear solid and um neko atsume
1: wilson's thing is he likes to sit on the other cats and he's done it twice this week and it's been amazing
0: it's always really sad because i think most of the time it ends up being toby and toby loves just being left to her own devices and then all of a sudden wilson will just flop right in front of her
1: like or on top
0: or right on top of her
1: it's incredible i don't know what that boy's problem is he's just like that is good i'm I'm sit here now
0: wait so i had that's that's my original video game idea yeah What, yeah. what, what would be the weird game you'd like to make
1: Stack the cats. Already okay,
0: said. Okay. So what's what does stack the cats into? I've got like? a
1: really good video game idea, but I don't want to put it on the podcast. Cause is that just like?
0: Is that just a kind of a get out? Of, I've already
1: told you. Get, about out
0: of, get out of segment jail free card.
1: If you, if you beep it all, I'll tell you what it is.
0: So you can tell me afterwards. I'll believe you. Okay. Is this a, real good. is this a really good idea, though.
1: I told you about it like ages ago because I wanted to make video games ages ago. This
0: feels like a bad, bad sign. That it like so good! bad. Sounds like a bad sign. That I don't remember. Sounds like a bad sign. That I don't remember. Okay. Uh, I believe. I believe that you've got a video game idea. Well, thanks. Maybe we'll got one, next week, and it's
1: great. <laughs> <laughs> All I need this one. <laughs> it's awful. Okay, I'm
0: really,
1: sorry, I'm really sorry. Okay,
0: let's do some listener questions. Now, <laughs> yeah,
1: let's, shall we?
0: Right. So, uh, da, 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 let's have a look da, da, what we da, da, got. Da, 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 da. Okay. Um, at Kyle Mandeshi on uh, Twitter asks. If both of you were trapped in a video game, what game would you best survive in and which of your cats would be the best protector? And I see, I like that question, but I want to add a little, a little sprinkle to make it a a bit more, a bit more more. intriguing. Mm -hmm. I want to, instead of the, what would be the, what game would we best survive in? Mm -hmm. What best would we, what game would we worst survive in?
1: Oh. And also,
0: but still, which of our cats would be the best protector?
1: Toby would be the best.
0: But no, we'll, what game though first, and then we'll judge which of the cats will be the best <sighs> and why. Just
1: like any zom- like zombies. Or what would be or the
0: no, what would be the zombie game that you you think we would die the quickest then?
1: Why can I think of, uh there's the there's Call of Duty uh Kino, uh, Kino to Titan because those zombies just keep coming. So i you think we you, you
0: think we would die really quickly in that we'd one.
1: Die so fast in that one.
0: But we know all the strats.
1: Yeah, but they
0: We need to get them to chase us. Oh, but get, then you say uh, that though. We've got like we that we ain't we we, we, we like we've not got video game stamina. <laughs> Like <laughs> you were just running run and run in that game. In real life we'd be like
1: Oh, oh god. <laughs> like run around the
0: run around the cinema once and we'd be like, oh no, what is happening?
1: So, yeah, I think we would die pretty quick on that. It'd okay. be horrible. I do not want to live that. I do not I want think, to get um, eaten by zombies.
0: I think I, I like looking at um I like thinking about it of like in a state of decay kind of situation.
1: I thought to be might my survivor. Oh, I don't
0: think we would. <laughs> I don't think we would. Um. Which of okay, so like going back to the rest of the question, Mm -hmm. which of which of the cats would be the best protector?
1: Toby.
0: Why would Toby be the best protector? She's
1: good at slapping.
0: I mean, she's like she's probably like the alpha cat of the household. Yeah, she's I don't know if that helps protect us against zombies. I think Mm -hmm. she'd be good at hiding from the zombies.
1: We follow her. Oh no, (laughs) we've uh, revealed her hiding (laughs) style. But we're all going down.
0: Maybe Wilson would be the best protector. No, because in terms of he purrs so loud, so the zombies will probably like, "Let's really chase that furry boy. Let's stop.
1: I hate those questions. <laughs> okay, it's kind of um, bad.
0: Let's turn it back to the nice version of the question. Um, okay, what would be what game would we best survive in?
1: What game would we thrive in?
0: Yeah, what game would we best survive and thrive?
1: stardew valley no
0: stardew valley what I'm taking that off the table
1: why because it's
0: just a pleasant farm simulator yes i don't mean, No we'd pleasant, love living in no, that game no pleasant life simulators oh my
1: goodness and all the friends we'd make viva pinata <laughs> that's a pleasant <laughs> life simulator so what's viva what's pinata. um
0: what's another game that isn't a pleasant life simulation game
1: Oh, I can only play horrible games. Apart from that, Mario.
0: I go in no, what horrible? <laughs> could
1: we live in Mario. <laughs> could we
0: live in Mario.
1: We live inside of Mario. <laughs> in
0: let's, think, let's think. in terms of games. Let's no, think in terms no. of games that you play. What would we best survive in? Binding of Isaac. No. Nope. Don't don't starve. Nope. Nope.
1: Splatoon.
0: Oh, Splatoon would be cool. I want to live in Splatoon. I think we could survive in Splatoon because no one really dies in Splatoon. You just turn oh, into a squid and. Oh, Huh? You come back. Yeah, but you come back. Yeah. So you're kind of like, oh, I've got in water. Oh, he no. He's
1: so fashionable. But also, like, the yeah. music's
0: amazing. The food looks kind of cool. <laughs> um, although it is kind of weird because you'd be kind of eating, like, mini Crusty Sean's, whatever his name is.
1: He's cool with it. Yeah, he's
0: cool with it. He's, he's <laughs> selling him, selling it, selling it. Him. I don't uh. know. <laughs> but, um, no, no, yeah. I'd like to survive in Splatoon. Um, who's our most fashionable cat?
1: Who's on my eyes?
0: I think, I feel like, um, Toby would make a good, um, Lil' Judd.
1: Oh.
0: Oh, wait, no, it was the original one called Judd and then the new one called Lil' Judd.
1: Yeah. Alright, sure. so I think
0: Toby would be original Judd, just kind of, like, sleeping in a big, like, fluffy pillow, and then Wilson would probably be, like, Lil' Judd, just I think, on top of her.
1: I think Wilson and Pixel would be the Judds. Okay. Because, uh, Wilson does sit so on Pixel and he kind of tolerates it.
0: And then who would pass Toby? Uh, the... Marina? The- Huh? Marina? Pearl?
1: I was gonna say she's gonna be the old sea captain.
0: Cap- like, uh, <laughs> captain, like Captain Cuttlefish.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh that's weird. That's, that's better than Captain Cuttlefish. Uh, I, I hope that I'm sorry, I sorry answers your I, question. I hope that answers your question. It was a very bad answer. Um outside of your existing work this is from uh, at daydrinkingcats on twitter mm. if you could work with any existing character or team of characters that belong to any publisher who slash what would it be
1: <gasps>
0: so what kind of what would you know. like to work on if you weren't working on the stuff you're already working on
1: my brain is so full <laughs> I'm, I'd really like to do some adventure time stuff
0: that'd be nice it sounds yeah. like they're continuing that after the series ends
1: we um we just started uh, rewatching it. Um, we have like the DVDs and they have really good uh bonus content on them. Yeah, but,
0: uh, we, we, no, we we got the Blu-rays.
1: Yeah, we got Blu-rays, baby. Now.
0: We re- like, we we always have this whole thing where we forget that we've got like a Blu-ray player, but like our Playstations can play Blu-rays, so it's like yeah, we get those really nice shiny, good quality <laughs> visuals and stuff.
1: Yeah, I'd li- I'd like to do something on bench Time or Steven Universe, which is the other the other show we're yeah, we were watching. Yeah, we
0: got the Blu-rays of that as well because like. Uh, For for some reason, they've only released them in Australia, but Australia is the same Blu-ray region as the UK and Europe, so, yeah.
1: I'd like to do something Sonic the Hedgehog related, or Spyro the Dragon. OKKO
0: would be cool. I really like that show.
1: OKKO is, like, I think... i must speak for both of us. Like, our favourite cartoon right now?
0: Yes, I think so. It's so
1: good. It is, like, perfect. And if you haven't watched it,
0: you should. There's so many good old video game references in there.
1: Uh, Oh, it's one where you have to give it your full attention, though, because it's so... So visual. Oh my god, funny. even just like weird
0: little like th- the ways like characters move off screen sometimes. Yeah. Like oh it's, just really, it's just really it's incredible. Like I
1: love Mr.
0: Car. I think that car there's like so many episodes of it out now as well. And like mm. I just I need it to become as huge as like Steven Universe or Adventure Time because I love it and I want that to be more forever. It's
1: perfect. Please watch
0: it. It is great. Please it's, it's we're over begging the top you. great. <laughs> <laughs> um okay, um one last question.
1: Oh yeah, okay
0: um okay it's like this is two last questions technically so um (laughs) at dz underscore m on twitter says if you could go back in time and tell yourself one piece of comic making and then there's a brackets and music making advice what would it be so i think comic making is for you music making is for me
1: uh stop trying to fight (laughs) digital like just (laughs) get on board with it already oh my god
0: i remember (laughs) Um, trying to get you to learn photoshop and you were very reluctant to want to learn.
1: Yeah, I was. Like, it's, you know, if if you can work traditionally and it works for you, that's good, but it's uh, got, a lot easier to I've, work.
0: I've got so photo
1: plus... <laughs> I had oh really, well, I had really bad programs, so I think that didn't help. I didn't get Photoshop for a long time. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I just I'm really stubborn sometimes, and I was like, I can make it work this way, even though this way is old and broken. <laughs> I
0: mean, it was still everything still looked good. It was just a lot more. I think you had to jump through a lot more hoops to get files to look the way you wanted them to look.
1: Yeah, it was it was just like so much more work than if I just. Work digitally, like, it would have been a lot quicker. So, yeah, yeah um, I'd go back in time and I'd be like, please, small Sarah, please. Please you have a tablet, please. So, yeah, that's what I would do. Work digital faster, sooner, quicker, stronger, better. <laughs> What's your music advice?
0: Mus- oh, my days, I don't know. Probably, um, get. A, I probably would have told Young me to get a nicer microphone sooner.
1: Aww. Cause
0: if I look back now like when I was in my first year of university there was this one there was this one month that like you know I was like a, a younger idiotic person with some money in my bank account and I thought what would be a good use of my money and it was like oh yeah I'll, I'll spend like 150 pounds on a delay pedal for my guitar yeah and looking back now I could have spent that 150 pounds on like a half decent microphone And I could have, like, done some half-decent bedroom recording when I was at university. Because don't get me wrong, I did a lot of bedroom recording when I was at university. Mm -hmm. But I was using this horrible, nasty, cheap microphone. Mm. And at the time, I was like, yeah, this is cool. It's just, like, part of my sound. that I'm doing everything, like, DIY. And it was horrible. Like, recordings just sounded really nasty. And then, like, I think it wasn't until about three or four years after that that I actually got my first nice, like, condenser microphone and it wasn't it still wasn't like an expensive microphone or anything it was like Mm -hmm. fairly cheap but the sound quality difference was like so much and it's really versatile as well so i can record like percussion stuff with it i can record anything i can record like my voice with it i can record it i can still record like guitar amps with it and stuff yeah and it was like it was like such a it was like such a small upgrade but it was like a really good one and I've gotten so much use out of, I mean, we're using one of those microphones for recording our podcast now I
1: was just about to say, (laughs) look at you now you got two nice microphones yeah,
0: right, so (laughs) it's like, it's the kind of thing that if if I make, because I I still use that delay pedal from time to time as well but I could have easily lived without that delay pedal whereas getting a better microphone sooner would have been a good thing, so I just
1: realised I've got the older microphone Yeah, I'll see how it is, alright, I'll take that
0: it's a good microphone it's I really a like
1: really it. good microphone but it's not the newer one
0: yeah but they're both of an equal standard
1: I want the newer one well, next episode we'll swap no it's okay no it's I'm too late just, just I, want, I want trouble. my old
0: microphone like, you I'm have just this one so I think that, that that was like my main thing and also like I don't know I think I spent a lot of time thinking like if my stuff sounded shaky I was like yeah, yeah that's fine that's my sound but sometimes it didn't sound shaky in a good way but I'm not sure what I'm not sure how younger me would have like listened to older me. They'd boy just been like, "I know what I'm doing. I'm
1: get out of here, Grandpa." <laughs> yeah,
0: probably. I don't think I've, I might have been a tiny bit stubborn, stubborn with good intentions. I don't know. Oh, but yeah, save up and get a nicer, mi- a nicer microphone than the one that I had and be less stubborn in in terms of learning stuff. I think I feel very envious for, like, people right now because there's so much more stuff on, like, when I was at university, there was, like, YouTube was starting to become a thing. Yeah. But it was nowhere near as, like, full of stuff now. So if there's Mm. anything I ever, if I wanted to, like, go watch, like, a tutorial on, like, how to, like, how to successfully, like, make a balanced, like, music mix or something like that. Like, I used to have to rely on buying magazines back then and stuff. So I'd be buying these expensive computer music magazines that were mainly sort of focused on, like, like, dance music genres and stuff like that. And not necessarily stuff that I was trying to make. And now you can just go on YouTube and find, like, a million and one tutorials on how to do stuff. And I think that's, like, so good. I think that's the same with, like, art as well. Like, I think the internet has become this, like, really good place to learn how to do stuff now. Whereas back when I was, like, learning how to do music stuff, it wasn't quite there. Like, there's still resources, but they weren't. They weren't as kind of in-depth as they are now I think
1: I feel like advice for a current me is probably look at more tutorials which I do yes I look at zero I mean
0: like I started like looking at um Google SketchUp like recently and that was like something where like I've not really ever like looked into 3d with 3d modeling and stuff I looked into I I started like learning how to use blender a little bit a couple Mm -hmm. of summers ago but like only like went through a few tutorials before kind of like not having the time for it but, like, SketchUp was, like, something I remember seeing kids at the school, like, the school library that I used to run, kids would, like, be using Google SketchUp in that because they must have learned how to use it in, like, a DT lesson or, like, computing or something. Mm-hmm. And they were, like, wizards with it. They were, like, flying around doing, like, whatever, like, popping stuff up. And it's, like, just looking at it the last couple of weeks, just doing, like, simple stuff, like, it's, like, it's, like, there's, like, a learning curve there and I understand what's going on, but it's this kind of thing where it's, like, I'm envious of people who learn how to use that stuff when they're, like, super young.
1: Yeah, I don't so. know how to use it. Yeah, I should. I my perspective sucks.
0: It's really good. It's like it's really good for perspective stuff. So yeah, I want to yeah. learn.
1: I wanna Learn. Very nice. Yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, the last part of that question was like mm-hmm. I, I don't Ooh. know.
1: Oh.
0: Other than the Big Bean, what's your favorite <laughs> touristy thing you've done while doing international conventions?
1: Oh geez.
0: So what's your favorite uh, touristy thing? in say like the last year.
1: Does MoPop count? I don't know if it was MoPop.
0: MoPop was touristy, but like
1: I didn't really enjoy it because I had like a uh, horror exhibition on.
0: Oh yeah, they had like uh, loads of like things from different horror movies through the really years. So we had like
1: stand in a coffin. That was pretty cool.
0: That was pretty cool. I love that. Yeah, we've used. The-
1: <laughs> is, it, <laughs> is it
0: is it a spoiler to say <laughs> that we've used those pictures as our author photos in the in the in the in the, in the RC Prevenge press start to begin re-release?
1: <laughs> I I think that's going to be a fun delight it's it's a
0: way suppose. for those photos to live on forever yeah
1: yeah, yeah. gotta use them yeah. for something
0: um i really liked seeing the space needle in seattle we yeah. didn't get to go up it because it was the few days that we had for like looking around seattle it was closed but then we never got to go up it. we got to see it a whole bunch which is cool and i feel like we went up the cn tower in canada which is a very similar kind of big towery thing
1: it has a glass floor
0: With a glass floor but like i want to go up the space needle because it's got a cooler name so <laughs> sorry, sorry CN Tower, but like space needle was like i want i want to go up that thing i really want i want to go back to seattle i really like seattle
1: i really enjoy the nintendo store
0: oh my god okay yeah maybe it's
1: <laughs> a commercial the, the nintendo money. the nintendo
0: store in new york is like one of our favorite places because it's like i think it's all the i think we just wish there was a nintendo store like everywhere because it's just we're very into so many Nintendo things, and when you get to go somewhere that's just got so much Nintendo stuff in one place, it's like it's like a video game playing person's like dream shop, I think.
1: Um, well, yeah, we're going to go to the Nintendo store like real soon again. Yeah, because really New York.
0: Um, I'm really excited because like we we want to go to Japan like in the next couple of years. Yeah, and I'm really excited to go to like a pokemon center yeah
1: there. yeah yeah yeah. because yeah. i remember like seeing pictures
0: of the pokemon centers and stuff i mean i think um the nintendo mm-hmm. store in the in new york i think that started as a pokemon center yeah and then it like kind of become like a more it became more of an all-encompassing thing but like i really like i remember seeing pictures of these like pokemon center shops that opened when i was like a lot younger and they just always look amazing and magical to me so i think i really love the idea of going to one of those
1: yeah we should so that's like
0: my favourite touristy place to go in the future, or something. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, I think I think the Nintendo Store and Space Needle rate pretty high for me.
1: Canada was really cool.
0: Canada was really cool. It we was nice seeing so many cool things. We saw like Canada. all like we saw a whole bunch of like the locations from like the Scott Pilgrim like comic. We and in the Casa
1: Casaloma, and like you can go under like in those wood tunnels. Um, so you, you're in the castle you go in your tunnel go along the tunnel pop out on the other end and then you can see the castle
0: I hated that yeah
1: because I love that because it broke Steph's brain yeah because we, <laughs> it, was it, it was really weird
0: because like, we walked through this really long underground tunnel and then coming out somewhere else from where we started and being able to see the place where we started I couldn't it was like, even though I knew we'd just walked for ages underground, it was still hurting my brain to think that we weren't in the same location that we were. Like, I think I, I, I think in my head, I think I must have thought it was just going to be a big, long tunnel that kind of looped back around somehow. But the, when I think back on it, no, it was just like a really long, straight line. And then we got we came up in, like, the stables and the garages, which is, like, an entirely different site to the actual castle itself. And it was just, yeah, it was really silly.
1: We've done so many cool things this year.
0: We have. I feel very grateful that we've been able to do these things
1: yeah i love looking, the <laughs> <I'm> looking <laughs> I love, at the, car I mean, well. the bean like, ah, even though the question so was like
0: other than the bean i really did love that we went to see the I bean the and it was bean. like it had been snowed on it was like really weird yeah. and surreal and then, was then it was really also scared.
1: i, was, gonna fall over. I was just
0: really paranoid that the snow was gonna have like some kind of knock-on effect to our flight back because oh we literally flew back later that same day
1: I feel so lucky as well with our flights. Like, oh, I don't want to drink, so I'm not gonna talk about it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. If 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 you suddenly find out that me and Sarah have like gone down on a, a flight now or something. I
1: was going to talk about getting our flight delayed. Like, just We didn't no, our flight delayed. Nothing worse than that.
0: Sarah's just jinxed it all.
1: Oh, frick. <laughs> just
0: jinxed it all completely. Oh,
1: sorry. I guess <laughs> this is one of the last podcast episodes. Oh, no. We'll, we'll I mean, be we're back. Not, we're not
0: flying until October, so.
1: Yeah, you got us until October. And then, <laughs> and who then, knows?
0: And then the cruel, cruel twist of fate will roll around. Um, I think that, that that does it for this episode of our super podcast. Um, yeah. We will be back. Next week we'll with a new back. episode, I feel very bad that we had this such a long break because it
1: wasn't we? I know, I know, we taking like. a break. I know what it's like. I know what it's like when a
0: when a podcast like all of a sudden uh, doesn't update when you expect it to, and it's the worst. And I'm sorry we've done that to all of you, but um, yeah, sorry. Hopefully, you enjoyed this week's episode, and we'll be back next week with plenty more. Stuff. <laughs>
1: yeah. Get ready for all this stuff that we're going to bring to you all next week. All of this stuff. I'm so excited. <laughs> okay.
0: um I've been Steph Renners. You can find me online uh, at Tiny Spells on Twitter.
1: I'm Sarah Grayley. You can find me online at Sarah Grayley Art or sarahgrayley.com.
0: And uh, yeah, this has been our super podcast. S- keep being super. super!